Happy Thanksgiving, and welcome to the Jack and John Podcast. I'm Jack. And I'm John. And we're on a mission. To help you focus on Christ. Thanksgiving. Yeah. I love Thanksgiving. So much to be thankful for. That's right. So, Jack, kick us off here. Well, as I was thinking about Thanksgiving, I was thinking about kind of our world and, uh, you know, some of the situations that uh, are prevalent. Uh, in our world and maybe even getting it closer to home in our own personal lives and what's going on. And I think that uh, the tendency for us as human beings, as people, is to be ungrateful, is to have ingratitude rather than to have gratitude. Uh, Sometimes I think my tendency and people's tendency is to be presumptuous. We presume upon God. And uh, we expect uh, the blessings uh, that he gives us. Not that we shouldn't expect his blessings, but uh, in, in maybe a little bit of a negative sense. And uh, the problem with ingratitude, there's probably a lot of problems with it. But uh, one of the problems with ingratitude is it, it doesn't make us very humble, right? right. And uh, not only that, but it doesn't make us very generous, it puts you in a position of wanting to be served. Right. Instead of serving and serving. being, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Psalm 100, interestingly enough, in the scripture is one of my very favorites when we talk about uh, gratitude and praise and thanksgiving. And I thought I would just kind of start with that and then we can move on from yeah. there. But kind of to set the tone and the foundation for this, uh, it, it starts with shout for joy to the Lord. And it says, all the earth. And so everybody, all people in every generation should come to the Lord and shout for joy. Uh, Speak your praise, speak your worship, speak your thanks to God because he created us. He created all things and it's all a blessing. Then it says to worship the Lord with gladness and to come before him with joyful songs. So this is kind of this feeling of Joy and gladness and happiness comes from being grateful. So there's a lot of benefits uh, to gratitude. Uh, this this um, psalm, to me, is kind of amazing uh, because it goes through seven things that we can do. And uh, the first thing is in verse uh, 4, to enter his gates or come into his presence with thanksgiving. Well, I was thinking about that this week, and I was thinking about how do we normally come into the presence of God? And these are a bit negative, but we'll end positive. But some people, I think, come into the presence of God complaining. You know, it's like the first thing we do is, oh, this happened, or I don't feel good, or why did you do that, or why didn't you do that? And it's, you know, just a a series of complaining And I heard a story about a young boy, seven years old, by the name of Steve Walla. And he lived in Missoula, Missouri, believe it or not. Not Walla Walla. Not Walla Walla, Missouri, but he was Steve Walla in Missoula. Missoula. Missouri. Yeah. (laughs) It would have been better if it was Walla Walla. Um, But but he was in his, his class back in the day when in public school they were asked, and I can remember being asked to do this when I was in elementary school, Write a paper on what you're thankful for, for Thanksgiving. So all the kids are writing their little thing, and Steve was writing his. And his uh, little note said something like, I am so thankful for Thanksgiving. This year, we get to go to Grandma and Grandpa's house. And Grandma makes homemade cherry pie. Mm. And I love to eat Grandma's cooking. And Grandpa drives a truck. 
And he also drives a bus and he drives some of the kids to school. And I just love being around grandma and grandpa. And I am so thankful that God has given me so many things to be thankful for. Three years ago, I got hit by a car and I have been blind for those three years. But I'm thankful to God for all of the blessings he's given me. And the note was written in Braille. Wow. So true story about a young man who found gratitude in the midst of maybe a thing that he didn't have to be grateful or a lot of people aren't. Right. Right. So rather than come complaining, maybe we should look at the blessings. Right. Look at the positive things in life. And I think that would be a better. Sometimes I think we come to God rather than with Thanksgiving. We come begging. Uh, I have a really good friend, really good friend for a long, long time. He's a singer, songwriter, mostly. His name is Larry Bryant. Okay. And yeah, yeah Larry wrote a song called um, Shopping List. Shopping Can you list. give me the, the words to the chorus of Shopping List? Yeah, it's something like, uh, make me wealthy, no, uh, keep me healthy, make me wealthy, feeling what I miss on my never-ending shopping list. Yes, it's that's, uh, that's I, part of it. Yeah, yeah. Lord, I need something today. Get, you know, fill in what I miss. Right. You know, it's like we go to God so many times, and we go asking more and more and more and more, and uh, sometimes once again, I think we miss to see the blessings, to see what we do have, and we come asking for more. And sometimes I think we come into the presence of God with anxiety and worry. And uh, I am just saying that Thanksgiving is a time when we can focus in on being grateful to God for all of the things that he's done for us. Paul said, I will be content in all things uh, when things are bad and when things are good so that the circumstances of life or the situations in life don't dictate our joy and our gladness and our gratitude. So that's kind of the way I wanted to lay the foundation of that, uh, because I believe that gratitude brings peace. Mm-hmm. And I believe that gratitude to God brings happiness. I believe that being grateful to God brings joy and gives so many uh, ramifications to being grateful and being thankful. And there are so many ramifications to being ungrateful. Yeah. And so uh, that's that's kind of where I want to lay that that discussion. Where do you what do you think about being grateful as opposed to being ungrateful yeah. to God for what you have? I think gratitude is is the, the heart of it, you know, and, you know, we, we talk about this all the time because, you know, we say our our goal here is to help people focus on Christ. And part of what makes us ungrateful is losing that focus. You know, I mean, if, if, if you're focused on Jesus, if you understand that every good and perfect gift comes from above, you know, from the Father of lights, um, all the good things that we have in life, mm-hmm. and I don't mean good things, I mean, you wake up in the morning, you're alive, you're breathing, you're able to do things, you're able to enrich someone else, you're able to experience love, you're, you're able to experience anything. I mean, it, just the fact that we're alive, it, all of it comes from God. And when we're ungrateful, I think it's because we lose that focus and we, we instead of approaching God with uh, a, a desire to love and to worship and to rejoice in Him and, and get to know Him more, we come with expectation. 
Um, and I don't mean an expectation to be filled with his presence, you know, but an expectation of like God owes us something, you know. Right. Exactly. You know, if if the blood of Christ isn't enough to cover all of our debts, all of the stuff that we might somehow think God owes us. Uh, I, I don't know what is. I don't know what is. And, and and that is what I have to go back to. I'm not saying that I'm always grateful. I mean, I get distracted just like everybody else. Again, that's part of why we do this is not just for you. It's it's for us because we need to redirect our focus. I need to redirect my focus daily and sometimes moment by moment. Um, but when I can focus on Jesus and what he's done, um, Wow, I can't, I can't be anything but grateful. The other thing that keeps coming to my mind with this whole thing, Jack, is, you know, we look at problem, problem, problem. We've got all these problems. The thing I keep coming back to is God is bigger. Than your problems. God's bigger. He's yeah. bigger than any problem. He's bigger than all the problems. You know, like when the two spies, well, the 12 spies went into Canaan right. to check it out. Ten of them came back and they said, there good. are giants yeah. in the land and there's walled cities in this land and we can't take it. And Joshua and Caleb, the two faithful said, we see a God that makes those giants look like grasshoppers right. to us because yeah. those men had said those giants make us look like grasshoppers. Right. So you can either see a God who makes your problems look like a grasshopper or you can see your problems and focus in on the fact that now you look small compared to that. Caleb and Joshua went in not to spy out the land strategically. How are we going to take this land? They went in to see what is God giving us because God's already said this is the land that I'm giving to you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, they weren't spying it out from the standpoint of, oh, man, those guys look strong, you know, or, or that city is so well fortified. No, they were looking at it from the standpoint of our God that brought us out of Egypt and fed us in the wilderness and gave us water from the rock and did all of these unbelievable miracles is going to do another unbelievable miracle. Yeah. Um, that, to, to that was me, how they looked at Yeah, it. to look at it that way. To me, what, what is the reason for giving thanks? What is the reason for giving uh, praise to God and being grateful? Well, it's because God is good. It's because God's love endures forever. It's because um, his, he is faithful and he continues to be faithful to us always. I think those are the things that we focus in on. Mm-hmm. And uh, not not only that, but think about the fact that we are in the top 7% of the most of the richest people in the world compared to everyone else. Yeah. And yet we don't focus on all of the things that we have. Um, we look at the problems more often. It's kind of our nature, right? I think so. I think human nature human is, nature. is just that. Right. Yeah. Now, being thankful to me, it, it means understanding that what you've got is a gift. You know, you, everything we've got, we've received as a gift from God. Uh, and also, it's not just being thankful to God. It's being thankful for things that other people do. It's being thankful in the moment. It's not taking everything for granted. Um, you know, it's saying thank you to the clerk at the store. It's being patient when you're waiting in the line at the pharmacy and their staffing is horrible and 
there are not enough people to do the job and you need to get your medicine. It, it's been understanding in those kind of circumstances and thankful because you're not approaching it with this expectation. Our, our culture has done this thing of creating an expectation of perfection. Um, you know, we, we even see it all the way down to like Little League and, and kids sports and stuff and putting all these demands out there and it's like, oh, you could have done better, you know, or yeah, I can't watch a sports game hardly anymore because the announcers are always like, wow, he missed that tackle or he did, oh, this play could have gone better if they, it's, it's as though we've got this delusion that everything's supposed to be perfect. Um, and if you're constantly pushing for that perfection, it's hard to be thankful for stuff that isn't perfect. It's hard for a person who experiences the fact that everything is not perfect and yeah. because of that complains about it or it dictates how they feel or what they do and they become very self-involved, self-motivated in the world. And I think that gratitude just does just the opposite. It makes us focus outward first to God and then to other people. And I think that that's the way gratitude is expressed to God and that includes other people. So I speak my gratitude, give thanks to the Lord. Well, thank you, God. Thank you. You know, pray every morning. God, thank you for today. I thank you that I can get up this morning. Mm -hmm. Thank you for what I'm going to get to see and what I'm going to get to do. And then the other part I think of expressing gratitude is in doing, uh, doing something for someone, serving someone, serving God in being uh, service-minded and being uh, grateful for the individuals that we face every day and bring something positive into their life instead of looking at them as the enemy. Um, he beat me to the light. He pulled out in front of me. He shouldn't have pulled mm. out in front of me. He should have pulled, you know, those kind of things. <laughs> Slam <laughs> Where, that horn. <laughs> yeah. So we, we'd be uh, looking forward to serving other yeah. people. And that's speaking gratitude to God. That's giving gratitude. Very much. So much is is driven by our attitude. I'm reminded of of a story. I've been in practice. This is my 28th year of doing family medicine. And my first year of practice, um, I took care of this dear old man who uh, he had just, he had a list of problems. I mean, this poor fellow was so arthritic, he could barely stand, he could barely walk. When he did walk, I mean, it was very slow and deliberate, and he had to use a cane. Um, he typically would have his other hand on somebody else because he was also legally blind. Um, he had congestive heart failure, and the list goes on. He just, he just had the list, okay? Um, <clears throat> but anyhow, I... I I was admitting him, this is back in the days when I was still going to the hospital, and he had heart failure. Um, and I'm just, I'm doing his ad admission physical, and while I'm checking him, he's got a mass in his belly, you know? And, and, and this is before we're doing screening stuff and a lot of that. And, and uh, he was kind of a big guy anyway, and, and, um, but it was obvious. And um, so we admitted him. We got his, his heart failure taken care of and so forth. And it turns out he had, he had colon cancer and not just any kind of 
any colon cancer, but the surgeon said it's the largest tumor he had ever seen. And um, so I go back to see this this fella in the hospital after he's had his surgery for the cancer. And he's remember he's blind, so I walk into the to the room, and he's just kind of you know, he's laying in his bed, and he's kind of staring um, because he doesn't know who's there at first um, and, until I said something, and I said I said his name and said how are you doing, and oh my goodness, his face just beamed with the biggest smile. And I remember feeling so caught off guard because here's this man with all these issues. He's just had a big chunk of his colon taken out. And I walk in and he's got a big smile on his face. And I said, well, you sure look happy this morning. And he said, I didn't have to have a bag. Oh, yeah. Colostomy bag. Yeah. <laughs> and But this fellow, not just that, but he had a way of always latching on to something good. Mm. And it wasn't because he was trying or making this big effort to find the good in things. He just had the gift of gratitude. He had an attitude of gratitude. And attitude is everything. Um, so I, I pray that, you know, going into Thanksgiving and beyond... That instead of looking at things with an expectation that it ought to be a certain way or a certain measure of perfection or striving for that or whatever, I just want to have that attitude of gratitude. I want to be thankful. Um, Jack, you got anything more you want to say well, about Thanksgiving? Uh, only thing I, I want to say is that I, I think that it's um, multi gratitude, mm -hmm. multi-thanksgiving, uh, to be thankful for uh, the land, uh, no matter what you think about the political uh, temperature right now, uh, still be thankful for the country that we have, uh, for the God uh, that we, we love and that has brought us into a community of other believers, to be thankful for our families uh, that we're a part of, even though we may not get along with all of our families. I know that's uh, existent these days, but to be thankful for our families and uh, to be thankful uh, for the fact that we have life for now. And as long as I have breath, I want to be breathing gratitude to God for all of those things, for the many levels and the many aspects of life and how he's blessed us. Not only that, for how about the hope of eternal life Amen. and the next life. So I remember uh, my son one Thanksgiving when he was a young boy and we had him praying the prayer for the Thanksgiving meal. And uh, he was uh, praying, Lord, thank you for the turkey and thank you for the dressing and thank you for the gravy and thank you for the pickles and thank you for the olives. And I looked up at him and he had one eye open. <laughs> And he was going around the table and he was thanking God for everything that he saw. And I thought, maybe that's what we need to do. We need to pray with one eye open. Yeah. We need to be thankful with one eye open, making sure that we're seeing all of the things that God has placed on our table. Uh, what blessings we have. Uh, so don't come complaining. Don't come begging. Don't come anxious or worried. 
you come before God with thanksgiving and praise in your lips and with a, a heart of service as you live your life. Guarantee you that peace and that happiness will follow right on the sails. Amen. Well, in the spirit of thanksgiving, thank you for being with us, for listening, and for sharing us with your friends. Um, reach out to us at uh, connect at jackandjohnpodcast.com. And we want to try something else a little different, too. Um, let me get to the right spot here, and I'll let you know. Um, you can also call and leave us a voice message. And if you want us to, um, you know, say your message, play your message um, on our podcast, or if you have a particular question, uh, please do that. The number, we'll put it on the screen and and in the show notes, 317-663-9390. Okay, and you can leave us a a voice message, uh, give us your name and say whatever your question or comment is. Uh, We would love to hear from you. Thanks again, and happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.